Hey. Breezy Greedy, this that nine. Mo's nose. Season three. Peachy. It's about that time. Everybody turn your TVs on. The Mo's nose, Peachy, Breezy, and Fed of God. They keep it nitty gritty when they bring you nine at all. We two gorilla silver back, nine silver. You know it's busting good discussion because we get it in. Every time, you know we grinding. I was eight to ten. We always play to win. The faithful going hard. It's Wayne, Breezy, Peachy, Mo's nose, and Fed of God. Let's get it. Nitty gritty, it's the line is tall. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's the line is tall. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty, it's the line is tall. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's the line is tall. Line is tall. Nitty gritty, it's the line is tall. What's going on, everybody? It's the Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. I don't think anybody on this show is going to be happy after the news that they heard earlier today about 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo. I promise we're going to get down to the Nitty Gritty with that. going to try to break it down. See if we can find some type of silver lining in this situation. I see people out there saying that they were right. Some people are happy. I don't really care. But at this point, he's a 49er and it is what it is. Ladies and gentlemen, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I see Peachy's over there. Moses chilling with the Battle Joe shirt on. What's going on, everybody? Peachy, how you doing? And then after that, I would love to hear how my man Moses is doing, if he has anything to say. Yeah, I don't really have much to say um, with my day. Uh, it was um, it was okay. It was an okay Monday. There wasn't nothing to really uh, talk about and everything. Just just ready to get down to it, really. Cool. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. That's what I like to hear. Mose, you yeah. good? All right, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and get through the formalities of the show, guys. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe right there on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Wayne Breezy. That's where you'll find the Nitty Gritty Niners Talk Show as well as the Wayne Breezy Show. Follow and subscribe on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. You can also follow on Twitter and Instagram at NGN talk all right follow and subscribe right there on facebook the weekly giveaway is about to start off soon the season starts in 14 days make sure you go to nitty gritty niners over there on facebook give it a follow make sure you contribute on there all you got to do is comment post like all that good stuff we give stuff away just to people that are interactive over there all right so make sure you guys go ahead and do that don't forget to join the discord the link is going to be in the description of the show that's where we can further the discussion all right and then you can email nittygrittyniners at gmail.com if there's anything you want to talk to us about in private, anything off the air, things like that, suggestions of shows, you want to show your fan gear, all that cool stuff, make sure you go right down there, nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. You can also shop at nittygrittynineshop.com where you can get the latest shirts. We have some cool uh, shirts over there right now. Mm -hmm. We got some new stuff over there, so make sure you go ahead and check it out. All right, and right now, there's a promo going on on Lids. If you go to the link and the description there's still 20 percent off anything 49ers related mitchell and s if you guys are hockey fans basketball fans baseball fans it doesn't matter mitchell and s has a promo over there just click on the link in the 
description. All right. right. Now we're going to bring on our guest. He's going to be on the show. We already talked about him being family. Tonight's episode, we're going to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo because that's why we're here. And then we're going to talk about, we're going to figure out how to collectively come up with a 53 man roster. So if you already have one intact, you might as well throw that shit out the window. (laughs) If you're going to come up with one together, all right, nothing but Niners, nitty gritty Niners collectively, because now we got to add possibly a third quarterback to the roster. Mike, you ready, baby? Mike is ready. Nothing but Niners is in the building. Round of applause for my brother, Mike. Yeah. <sighs> Mike. Mike. So I've heard from Mike for about an hour. I don't hear from him anymore. I need to hear from Peachy and then hopefully Moses is ready to talk at some point. Uh, I need to get your thoughts on <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo uh, re-signing with the 49ers. Literally, when this came across my phone, I thought it was a joke. You know how they have those fake things that come across? I had to make sure that it was really Ian Rappaport. Like, I literally thought that someone had, had you know, made a fake thing. So I had to click on it to make sure that it was really Ian. After that, I was like, wow, what are we doing? After looking into it, I'm like, this is insane. Like, the only good that I saw out of this is the 49ers may have enough money to be able to go out and and shore up that line a little bit. That's the only good thing that I saw that may come of this. Um, As far as, as, you know, I was sitting there at work and the only thing I was thinking of is what must Trey be going through right now? I mean, this team you know, basically got up there talking about how they are all behind this quarterback. They, you know, got, you know, their undying attention. Everything is Trey, 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 Trey's team, Trey's team. And Jimmy Garoppolo is still on this team. Albeit as a backup quarterback, I don't, me personally, I don't care about that. That means nothing to me. Whether he's one, two, or three, like, like whether he's two or three, that means nothing to me. This situation reminds me of when Alex Smith was out there and, you know, the Niners fans were chanting, we want car, we want car, and and so on and so forth. That is kind of like, this situation is really insane. The first time that Trey even, like, like does anything wrong, you know, that's what you're going to hear. And, and to me, I this kid's already had so much on him from the media. And there's one one thing that I want to say uh, real quick. Um, it is not that Trey is not man enough to handle this situation. That's not the point. That's absolutely not the point. The point is, is that he's a human being. And when you think that that you finally have this, this team is your team. And then the incumbent quarterback, I call him the exit quarterback because I thought he was exiting. The incumbent quarterback that had this team for the years that he had it is still on this team. A lot of you are going to have to get real and realize that that is a major deal. So all the people talk about, oh, it's not a big deal. You know, I mean, you know, he has a vet as a, you know, whatever. Well, Nate Sudfeld's a vet. Now, he's not, you know, a vet that's been on the 49ers and knows his way around the 49ers as well as Garoppolo. But if you need a vet, someone that, you know, has had 
you know, enough experience to where he would be able to at least um, lend a hand or some help. You got one. So I don't want to hear that. This is a gigantic deal. And I and I don't feel like that enough people are making a big enough deal about it. So Peach is here to make it a big deal. So I've heard I'm over exaggerating it. I'm making I'm overreaching. I'm doing whatever. I don't really care because like you have an opinion. I have an opinion. And my opinion is this is a major deal. It's not fair to Trey. And and I'm. I'm totally against this decision. All right. Um, Mose, I would love to, to get your take on it. Um, you know, Peachy said it's not fair to Trey. Um, like, what, what are your thoughts about this whole situation? Like, um, I already know where Mike's going to come from with this situation. I mean, he might be different on this show. I don't know. Uh, but I would love to know where you're coming from with this whole situation. Uh, I agree a thousand percent with what Pete said. It has nothing to do with Trey being man enough, but we are all human. And, you know, we uh, we don't know how he's feeling. You know, he can tell us one thing, um, but maybe feeling another way internally. Um, we all have thoughts, um, what, however loud they might be or however quiet they might be. At some point, we all have thoughts. Are we inadequate? Are we enough? Are we doing enough in whatever it is that we're doing? Okay. Is there somebody out there that is doing this better or can possibly do this better than what we're doing? And keeping Jimmy Garoppolo on this roster can spark those thoughts. Again, this is all speculation, but it can spark those thoughts. Um, that's not something I want Trey to have to think about. If he has a bad game, if he throws a bad interception, God forbid he gets injured because our offensive line can't block. And now Jimmy has to come into the game and maybe he does play well because he's getting a watered down offense. He's getting guys that are already in motion. And all he has to do is try not to make a mistake. Go back to throwing two, three, five, eight yard routes. Just complete the pass, get the ball into the hands of your playmakers and let them do something with it. So I, from that perspective, I, 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 I don't like it. I, I, I got all my cussing out in the group chat mm -hmm. because monetization <laughs> is key. Right. But I also am trying to look at the bright side. Like what can this possibly do? Maybe Jimmy on the sideline will be a different player and help Trey see things a little bit differently. Maybe help him see it from another perspective, be a, a, a secondary coach in Trey Lance's ear. So now he has Kyle Shanahan. He has Brian Greasy. And now he has Jimmy Garoppolo, somebody who has played in this system and understands things. And maybe he can help that learning curve just a little bit when it comes to pre pre preparing for a season, game planning for a preseason game, as opposed to game planning for a regular season game, two totally different animals. He got a taste of it last year, but now going into it as the starter, getting the full depth of the playbook and the game plan for that week, maybe Jimmy can help him there. And, you know, I, I, I hate to think like this. I hate to say this, but, yeah, every, everybody has been mentioning it. it is It is an insurance policy. For whatever reason, if Trey Lance does go down, do you want Nate Sudfeld or do you want Jimmy Garoppolo? Do you want somebody that has been in the system and can win with this team? That's all well and good. Uh, I, I still feel like this is another one of those 
indecisive moves. And and the thing that I'm I'm pissed about the most is not the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is still here. Is that I feel like the front office played themselves. They okay. over they overplayed their hand, and now we're stuck in this position where we have to restructure him to keep him on the roster instead of cutting him and let him go anywhere and not getting anything for him. So we we we'd rather him be a six and a half million dollar backup paperweight than a twenty seven million dollar one. Then release him and not get anything for him. So I I think that's my biggest gripe is the front office overplaying their hand, and now this is this is the 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 best of the worst options. All right, very well said by both of you. I, like I agree with many aspects from both of your takes. I know Mike's gonna probably go left with it. Um, I I disagree with the front office playing themselves a little bit. I, I I think I think the front office got between a rock and a hard place and they had to come had to figure out a way to get back on top. I'll explain it why I think they're on top in a second, but I do agree with what you guys are saying. For real quick, I got a shout out to our newest member. <laughs> Long Island girl, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for becoming a member, Thank you, Mike. Long Island girl. I know you' about to speak, but let me get through these contributions really quickly. We got the fog horns going real quick. Uh, Mello says, "No matter what, God is good to us all." I'm glad you said that. I needed to hear that. You know, God is good to us all, no mm. matter what. Uh, we're going through God is good to us 49ers underscore throwback thank you for the contribution hey guys how's it going I like Moses glasses all right real quick um Mike who does Moses look like in those glasses who does that remind you of I want everybody to go around the table we're all going to say a player I mean say a person sorry he, he reminds me of a football player. Oh, wait, he is. So, uh, <laughs> he reminds me of Moe's with the glasses, man. I ain't going to, you know, I don't, I don't, I can't think of nobody off the top of my head. If you, if you give me a couple more seconds, I might be able to come up with something. All right, we'll come back to you, Mike Peachy. Who does Moe's, those shades, with those shades on, who does Moe's resemble? I'm trying, I just had it in my head, and now I can't think about who it was. Oh, um. I know that everybody said that he that he looked like um, um DJ Jones. Oh, Kumo D, that's an awesome one. That's a yeah. great one. I, I love to that. To the Wild Wild West, real. I go quick, to work. Really. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yes, yes. Um, if I had to, after like Mo's got to me, he got on the Terminator shades right now, yo. So like all you can missing from Mo's is the black leather jacket. You'll be Terminator yes. too right now, brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you got the black leather, go put that yes. joint on, man, and we can get this <laughs> popping, bro. We got the Terminator over here. Exactly. Uh, so you just talking about the shades, not, yeah, yeah, not yeah. him. I'm talking about the shades. shade. Like when he puts on the shades, he tur- he transforms. Who does he transform into? I don't know, but I was afraid to speak the way he was looking when I first got on here. So I put my shades on too. Yeah. I didn't want nobody. I didn't want nobody to see what the fear in my on? eyes. I, I was sitting there with John. I'm sitting backstage, and I, no, I put them back on, bro. I'm with you now. We down here, bro. Come yeah. on, we, we gonna rock the shades this time, man. I'm just I'm saying, a- I was a little intimidated. I was like, oh, let me put my shades. On. I don't want them to see what fear looked like on the show. So that's too funny. Listen, uh, Mike, not everybody heard your take. Peachy, uh, Mose. So let them know what your take is on the situation. Um, and, and then I'll get to a couple more of these contributions. Real quick, let me just read this one. Danny Young, did you see uh, Jaquiski Tart's tweet? I did yes. see it. I actually have it. I'll read it real quick for you guys, for those that didn't see it. And I put it out there in Twitter world as well as Instagram world. All right. So his tweet was this. Everything. Hold on. 
come. Everything come in circles. It'll all work out. Yeah. Mike, I know you're going to talk about Jimmy, but Mike, do the 49ers make Jaquiski tart? I mean, do the 49ers make Jaquiski tart a 49ers since they go ahead and restructuring and re-signing and bringing people back? Like, do you I think, think so. it's in the works? They got the money. 21 point something million right now. Cap space. We like fifth or sixth in the league. We I can afford so. tart. Oh, we yeah. can afford tart. And we yes. just lost. But do, do we, we just bring tart back is the question. Yeah. Come on, man. Yes. Yes. Why not? Yes. Bro, come on now. They talked about for the last two seasons, including this one. Oh, well, we're making the safety positions interchangeable. You just lost Jimmy. And what do you lose with Jimmy other than ability? It's that leadership. It's right. the communication back there in the back half, right? So who better than Tart who's been here the whole time? Come on, man. Why not? That's a, that's a no-brainer for me. I just have a feeling because before that he had put one out here. Um, I don't want to paraphrase it. I think it was something like God answers all prayers or something like that that he put before that one. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's in the works like right now. I bet you that they are communicating as we speak. But here's the funny thing. I know the 49ers. They didn't bring him back, right? They let him go test free agency and they kind of like sort of moved on. The 49ers are going to come to Jeff Whiskey Tart and say, man, here's a million point two dollars. <laughs> like, you good? Would you play for one point? Mike is like, hell yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 like so that's what's going to happen. He's going to get low ball. But here's the good thing for Tart. He can show what he can do. That's right. He can come out here. Yep. The number one thing Tart has to do is find a way to stay healthy. I have zero questions about his gameplay. I have zero questions about his cognitive ability. I think he would be the best safety on this roster if he comes back. Yes, I said that. Jimmy Ward is currently hurt. So that means if he comes, he will be the best safety that we have. You mix him with Hufanga and if Tart is back, I'm all for keeping Tarverius Moore, who can play the deep part of the safety, put Tart in the box. So, like you said, they got to be interchangeable. We're going to get to that 53-man roster shortly. But, Mike, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's a 49er for, for a year. For a year. Talk talk your talk, bro. I'm, I'm not going to talk my talk. I'm going to say one thing, though. Right? Let's, I'm going to ask the panel a quick question. If we could have traded Jimmy Garoppolo... Uh, before September 10th. No, before tomorrow. Mm -hmm. At what compensation would it have been? Just say this never happened and the Niners phones are ringing right now. What do you think the best offer would have been for Jimmy? All right, good question. Just entertain me for a second. I'll go last. So let's go most peachy and then I'll, I'll close it out. At this point, fourth or fifth. Tops. Peaches yeah. nodding, right? That's that's yeah. absolute yeah. tops. Yeah. Maybe even yeah. just a six because clearly nobody wanted him for more. I was thinking right? a six. Right, yeah. Okay. You keep Jimmy for a year. He sits back. He does absolutely nothing. Worst case scenario. He does absolutely nothing. He rides the pine. Then he goes out and signs a Mitch Trubisky-type contract with another team. Mitch mm -hmm. Trubisky benefited from sitting for a year. Nobody wanted him either. He sat for a year. All of a sudden, he's penciled in as a starter for – what the Steelers or wherever, wherever he went, right? It's Mitch Trubisky's team or whatever. And now all of a sudden, you can get a third or fourth round compens compensatory pick for him. Now, mm -hmm. it's better than what you would have traded Jimmy for in the first place. Didn't I say, I say that? At a the long very time least, ago? Yeah, you did. Yep. At the very least, you create a cap space, and now you get a comp pick for Jimmy when he signs as a free agent somewhere next year if you can't find a trade partner right now. But, but but put your clause in there. Put your stipulation. If you can't 
Find a trade partner right now. The whole issue with the Jimmy Garoppolo situation is that the 49ers moves, and because you said they were looking for compensation. I know at some point we were like, yo, we'll trade him for a pack of Skittles and whatever. But guess what you're getting back? A pack of Skittles and whatever. You're looking for something in return. Remember we did the episode on the ROI, the return on the investment. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo, you spent a second round pick. You're hoping to get something. You're not going to get a second. I think at the very beginning, Kyle Shanahan and then what Moe said earlier in his take, they overplayed their hand. Them cats was trying to get a second-round pick. I guarantee you they were looking for a second-round pick at the very beginning in return. And then it just started going south. So then us, the fans, and us content creators, we just started saying, yo, man, which one, which, which, which we're going to give us? You know what I'm saying? And if it's too low, 49ers will probably be like, eh, that's where Parag Marathi comes in and be like, nah, we could figure out something. We could work out something. Yeah. And here we are today with a workout deal for Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, Mike, I have the, the, the news, but I don't have the numbers. I, th- I think you know the numbers by heart. So we're going to break down the numbers, all right? But I do want to tell everybody that it is a deal that's worth up to $16 million, all right? It's a deal worth up to $16 million. It's not $16 million. It's worth up to $16 million based on incentives, right? So he's going to get a fully guaranteed, mil, fully guaranteed, no trade clause. That's in Jimmy's favor for right now. Guaranteed they find a way. I guarantee you the 49ers are up to something. So he gets that right away, and so he's going to be fully guaranteed. Now, Mike talked about the 49ers having money. Now you subtract 6.5 minus 25.5. And that's the amount of money goes back into the cap space. I don't know if it was on this show or the Lake put the, the amount of cap space, but the 49ers, before this happened, were currently in f- last place in a number of cap space. $2.3456 million. Currently last place. Now, the 49ers are in the top four of cap space right now. I believe Cleveland Browns is number one. I think the Raiders are up there. It was the Cowboys. I can't remember the fourth team, but I think the 49ers are going to be sitting at like 21.3 million or something like that. All right. So they're going to be sitting with cap space. What they do with that money, I don't know. Do they bring in, do they get Nick Bosa done right away? Do they bring in some help for this offensive line? Do they sign Jaquiski Tart to a lot of money? I don't know. 49ers got some dough and now they can do some things with it. What do you think the 49ers are going to do with this particular amount of cap space for this season only? Somebody's getting a one-year deal. Real quick, Breezy. Uh, we had a, a question in here from Taryn. He says, correct me if I'm wrong, you only get comp picks for starters, right? Um, and that's not correct. So looking up the the Cal compensatory pick works, it says the league defines unrestricted free agents as compensatory free agents. Teams that lose more compensatory free agents than they gain have the opportunity to earn a draft pick. It says the factors that go into calculating compensatory selection are a player's average annual salary, playing time, and postseason honors. So salary is the main factor. So it, it he doesn't have to be a starter. Now, playing time will factor in, but playing time is the second factor, holds the second most weight, and postseason awards hold the third most weight. So it's really salary. So with his six and a half million, um, that could earn us a compensatory pick if we don't get that value in the free agents that we sign in the offseason. 
All right. So there you go. Now you have the breakdown of the compensatory picks and how we can play. I think the 49ers were going to get that regardless. Like that, that was one of the, the last indicators of if Jimmy finds a way on this roster and he makes it through the season, somehow they get it, they get something in return. Now I, I see somebody said that's a weak argument. I believe the reason why Jimmy's here uh, is because the 49ers couldn't trade him. And they had to figure out a way to gain control. That's why I want to get back to Moses' point before we read these contributions. And they had to find a way to get control of the situation because the situation was going to get out of hand. Mike and and Peachy and and Moses, because the 49ers were going to have to make a decision, a tough-ass decision on releasing him on tomorrow by 4 p.m. and not getting anything in return. So what did the 49ers do? They sat down with Don Yee. They sat down with Jimmy. They said, listen, this is Trey Lance's team. How do I know that? Because in the tweet from uh, from Ian Rappaport, right, the tweet said the 49ers and quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo are finalizing a new contract that will make him the highest paid backup in the NFL. A solution that keeps Jimmy on the roster while making clear C-L-E-A-R. It's Trey Lance's team going forward. So everybody rest assured this has been made clear to Trey Lance. Mike asked me a great question. Mike, ask the panel that question you asked me on, on NBN about the 49ers and Trey Lance. You asked me a question. Do you remember what that question was? Do you think that the 49ers did what with Trey Lance? Do you think that they told Trey Lance before they made this deal with Jimmy? I want to know what Moe's and Peachy thinks. Yeah, because... The 49ers, I mean, they they are classy when it comes to that. That's one thing that they herald themselves on is being classy. Just like when when they told Jimmy that they were drafting um, a quarterback, they they definitely, you know, made sure. I'm sure that they explained that to to, to Trey. So um, I'm quite sure that he wasn't blindsided by that by any means. Okay. I will give I will give them that. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything opposite to add to that. I, I, that was going to be my point. I think when they sat Jimmy down and told him, you know, the tough news that they're going to be drafting the quarterback, and I mean, they said he wasn't excited about it. That, that's not news you were happy to hear. Um, so I don't think this team is afraid of relaying harsh or or, or tough news or information to the players. I think, um, but that's one of the reasons why I think we have such a good culture is the fact that. We're able to be transparent and relay that information um, right. and just just keep everything um, at least transparent and upfront with the players and let them know yeah. what the what the, the situation is, what the plan is moving forward. Um, and I think that's how you you build trust within the organization. So I, I, I do think that they sat Trey down and said, look, here's the situation. Obviously, you've been around. You've been here. You know, he's still here. So, like, it's not like we have to to, to lay this out for you more. But here's the situation. Here's what we're going to do. Just wanted to keep you aware of that. So, All right. Now, I, I got to address this because whenever they spell my name wrong or say my name, I feel like they're they coming at me. So GSU for Life says they knew Jimmy didn't have trade value. Breezy, you're missing the point. So I don't think I missed any fucking point. I think I know all the points. I think I've studied the points, researched the points, and understand every point. And I never disagree with Peachy or Moe's about this affecting uh, Trey Lance's ability. I never, I ne- it has not, I'm not missing that point. But let's talk business, right? Because isn't that what the NFL is? It's a business. 
And at some point, you got to put your big boy pants on and you got to face adversity. You just got to go through it. I think Trey Lance is going to be able to put his big boy pants on, take this shot of adversity in the ass, and be fine. Now, the reason why I don't think this has a negative impact on Trey, I didn't even answer the damn question, but I'll answer it now, is the simple fact that Jimmy won't be here to have a negative impact on Trey Lance. Look at the contract. Jimmy's going to get $6.5 million. Fully guaranteed. His incentives say he gets a million dollars for, like, basically if he plays 10 games, he can earn up to another million per game. He gets $500,000 for his roster bonus. So if Jimmy's on the roster tomorrow, he'll get five hundred grand plus that um, 6.5 mil. Now, if you add in the incentives, which, why would the 49ers, if the 49ers don't want to pay you, they won't pay you. It's just simple. So how does that affect, what's his name? If anything, Jimmy's going to say, Don, get me off this team. Get me out of here. Find me a team. I need to play. That's why I was trying to explain to Mike. I need to play. That doesn't affect Trey Lance. They made it clear that this is Trey's team. Trey's going to get the reps. Jimmy's here. Jimmy might not even suit up. 49ers saved $10 million. <laughs> like they, so, like they, go ahead. So, I mean, uh, so, okay, now that you're saying that, Let's put it out there like this. What if the this restructure was to aid a trade? That's my point. I didn't even get to it. Yeah, I was, I was trying to get to the gate. Like, a- what if the what if this restructure is to aid a trade? And, and yes, there is a a no trade clause with this new restructured contract. But if Jimmy and his agent decide to waive that, which they have the ability to do, and say a, a situation has presented itself. We have an offer. We are willing to waive our no trade clause to make this happen. A trade can still possibly happen. Well, um, can I can I add these two things? Uh, first of all, according to Jeremy Fowler, um, he just tweeted this at seven oh eight. He said, "I told that Forty Niners that Jimmy Garoppolo discussed possibility of waiving the no trade clause later on down the line if something develops league wide that benefits both sides." But that's not the primary focus. Mike, what I say on Nothing But Niners about 35 minutes ago, that that no trade clause was just to get Jimmy to keep him happy. And who's on top, Mike? I guarantee you the 49ers are finding a way. Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. It's it's both. It's both. You have to, in order for Jimmy to accept less money, he has to like he has leverage somewhere. You got to get And it. that's his leverage. You're not just going to ship me off to some godforsaken... Right. Nasty ass, you know, I'm not playing football in the tundra. You're going to send me somewhere that I agree to. I agree to. So there's give and take in all contract negotiations, guys. There's give and take, right? It's time for me to get my raise in my job. They hired me as management. I've been here a year. I demanded a meeting with the owner and the person in charge of payroll. And I said, this is what I'm looking for. They said, Mike, we want to give that to you. But there's not enough money in the budget right now to give it to you this year. Here's what we'll do. Here's a $1,500 bonus. And they they gave me... uh uh. Uh, box seats to the Sixers, as many games as I want this year. Da, da, da. Like that's their compensation for now until I can get the money that I'm looking for in January or whenever the fiscal year starts over for my job. I apologize. But my point is there's give and take in every negotiation. You not going to sit here and say, Oh, you get nothing. I'm not staying then. Right. And the same goes for Jimmy. I'm not going to restructure my deal and y'all can just trade me off anywhere you want to go because now I have no say. There's a reason that this team told Jimmy and his agents to go and seek a trade. 
They have talked to multiple teams all along. But the Niners have been adamant about one thing. We are not letting him go for nothing. We are not letting – and I don't mean that there's no way we're going to let him go. I mean that we are not just going to cut this man. He is too valuable of a player in the NFL. Take all the emotions out and how Niner fans feel about him. Jimmy Garoppolo is not the worst 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. Facts. So if somebody wants him, you're going to have to pay for him. We are not making this free. You're going to pay for him with compensation in the form of a draft pick. And now everyone is happy. And that's why I said that the 49ers are upping that control. Like they're, they're getting their power back in this situation because they were, they, the 49ers were going to have to make a tough choice, cut them, let somebody pick them up for dirt cheap. If Jimmy signed a six and a half million dollar deal, how much you think Seattle was going to pay him? I I feel like Seattle would have gave him anywhere between 10 to 12. See what I'm saying? The 49ers had to figure it out. They had to get in underneath, cut themselves in. Like, look, I'm not going to let you go somewhere for free. So now if Seattle wants you, we made this contract tradable. Seattle, you can come get him for six and a half million. You're you're responsible for everything on on top of that. You guys can renegotiate. You guys can restructure. But you can get him now at a premium of six and a half million. Now the teams, if Jimmy is wantable, should come after Jimmy Garoppolo if they need a quarterback. Yeah, it is. Um, so, um, um, Matt Mayoko put this out there, and um, I just want to get um, you guys like opinion about this. Very interesting. So, he's baffled for one. So, this actually caught him off guard, just like it caught everybody else off guard. So, for those who think that the insiders knew, no, they didn't, they had no idea that, that, that this was happening. He said. Why didn't Garoppolo try to force his way out and demand the 49ers release him? And also, if there was any chance of him remaining, why hasn't he been in meetings, watching practices, and issued a playbook? How are you going to put this guy out there week one? Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. All right. So Matt Mayoko was playing both sides of the fence, and he's not doing a good job, mm-hmm. right? He First, he came out and said, I understand why the Niners want to go on with Trey, blah, 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 blah. I did a show, and I played audio from his podcast, Matt Mayoko's podcast, where he was mad at the Niners for how they were treating Jimmy. This guy has done everything you want a player to do. He hasn't start, stirred up anything. And Matt went as far as to say, I would be making a fuss. I'd be stirring the pot in the locker room if I was Jimmy Garoppolo, with how they're treating me. Let me go and let me choose my destination. He can't play both sides of the fence. You either understand what the Niners are doing or you don't. You have to pick a side. Right? Thank you. No? No, Mo? No, you're right. No, you're right. Yeah, point blank, period. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't understand what he's confused about right now. This makes sense for all parties involved, right? And the reason why Jimmy would go out there and sign a $6.5 million guaranteed contract is because now he has a minimum for the next team that's going to sign him. Had the Niners cut him, he could have signed somewhere for $4 million. That's because it. Because there's nothing stopping another team saying, hey, this is the best offer you're going to get, bro. That's now it. you got a base to work with and those incentives his agent can even use that and say, hey, look, if he was a starter here, this is what he would have made. If he was the starter, you're trading for him to be the starter. So that's your baseline for negotiating a new contract with my guy. That's why you do it. And you don't give him the playbook. You don't have him in team meetings because you want the second year quarterback to say, hey, dog, this is still my team. Otherwise, Jimmy would have still been here. Otherwise, Jimmy would be working on report. Jimmy has not thrown a single pass to guys like Croft, to guys like Ray Ray McLeod, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. there's plenty of guys on this roster right now that Jimmy's never thrown a pass to. That's not by coincidence. This is all being done. The 49ers are so calculated in the way that they're operating right now. It's ridiculous. These guys, we say it all the time, it's chess versus checkers. They're playing chess right now. And they're moving it pretty strong along the board. John Lynch said it. I said it in the last show. Deadlines create desperation. Movement. You know what I'm saying? Deadlines have have a way of making things happen. And here we are. Here we are. All right, we're going to get to these Super Chat contributions. Mike, that was so on point. Everybody's doing a good job. Number one, before we read the contributions, do me a favor, hit that like button. As you are watching the show, as you come into the show, you catch up where you are, just hit the like button real quick. Yes. I'm looking at these Super Chat contributions, Peachy, and they are some amazing questions and thoughts and comments. Let's go ahead and bring these up. Let's do it. Let's do okay. it. Let's do it. All right, so we should be at, uh, right here, I'll start that first one, okay. and then we'll go ahead and continue from there. Foghorn! Is it Shaniel L. Uh, Mather? I hope I'm saying it right. Uh, like Daniel, Shaniel, I think I'm saying it yeah. right. Yeah, right. it may be Shaniel. Um, hey, Niners, keeping it 100%. Gangsta with this deal, with this deal, the Niners do not lose. It's a deal of the century because of how it's written. It's a win for the Niners. Mike, you're right, because it's a win on both sides. But in my opinion, the, 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 the topple thing, see, it's going Niners way. Because I felt like they had to gain power. They got the power back. They lost the power, bro. The moment Jimmy said, I think I'm going to go ahead and get surgery, man. I'm Usually I'll yeah. do this, but I'm going to get the surgery. You're right. I felt You're like they lost right. the power. And they were waiting at the beckoning call left. of another team. Keeping tr- uh, 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 Jimmy as healthy as possible. We're not going to let him throw. We're not going to let him practice. We'll keep him as healthy. Yeah. I felt like they they were just figuring it out, but they figured out a way. Uh, Shaniel, if that I hope we're saying your name right. That's a great great point, man. It Thank might be Shaniel. I went to school with a guy named Shaniel, okay, and I think so, it was spelled okay, the same way. I I'm, could be wrong though, but Shaniel, my okay. our apologies. Shaniel. All right, so you let us know what it is without paying another contribution. Just put the put your mm-hmm. phonetic spelling. We need phonics. We grew up on phonics. It's different. Hooked on it's phonics worked on. for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the next super chat contribution. Bam! Brandon in the building, and he's a member. Yeah, um, we we just went through this, but um, he says a uh, Jeremy Fowler just reported that Niners to Jimmy G discuss a possible waiving no trade clause later on if something develops league wide that benefits both sides. Yeah, yeah, we we covered that whenever we just talked about that. That was. But see, it, what makes that so interesting for me is that the 49ers figured it out. Like I gotta make this guy happy because I got. Mike said they're playing chess. I gotta, I gotta keep him in here because I can't let him go to another team for nothing. Like, and so listen, we'll do whatever we gotta do. This is what's gonna make you happy. Cool, bam, no trade calls, just like just like before, right? But I guarantee you, Jimmy is going to get bored, upset angry because he wants to play football when you want to do something you tell you you tell your agent listen i need to play find me a team wave that clause get that shit out of here find me somewhere to go especially especially and it's gonna make a lot of people mad and you know peachy i really don't care whether it's the wine or not if if the 49ers are winning and Trey is successful and doing yeah, a really mean, good job out listen, there. Listen, I know Jimmy will be high-fiving, smiling, but it's going to eat him up because he's not out there it's doing gonna it. going to be seething on the inside because there it's it not is. him doing it. That's exactly what you said. There it is. Ramon and Emily Jones. All right, me and Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Jones, thank <laughs> you for the contribution. 
JG will be healthy. Contract easy to trade, not active on game day to protect his health. I bet they already discussed with Trey. It's chess, guys. Hey, we forgot to talk about that part. He's going to be healthy. He won't play. He's going to be healthy. That's the most important part. The question is, though, if he's not out there able to, don't they got to let him do something, Mose? Mose, I haven't seen you. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's weird to me though, then because why would you why would you sign him to a six million dollar contract and have all of these incentives if you're not gonna dress him? Right. That's what I'm, and, and, and if and, he's not gonna play. Because like everything that Mike has said, I, I do agree with hundred percent. it is chess, it's not checkers. I, I get all that. We got I agree with what you said, Breezy. We gotta get the leverage, we gotta get the power back. But if you're not going to play him. No matter if we could have got a compensatory pick next year, which would be higher than if somebody gave us a fifth or a sixth, at what point does your stubbornness go to the wayside? Because Mike mentioned how the 49ers said, we are not letting this guy go for nothing. So once you say that out loud and to the media on a live national platform, you got to stand by that. You can't walk that back and just let him go because now people are going to call you on that. Especially, but at but at some point, that's when pride and stubbornness are really at the forefront because now you're like, damn, I said we wasn't going to let him go for nothing, so we really can't let him go. But if you're not going to dress him, and if he's not going to play, if he's not going to be active on game days, then what was the point? Just waiting for a trade? Yeah, listen. Cause what if a, what if a what if a trade doesn't come before the trade deadline? What See, if no, and and we've talked about this before. What if no starting quarterback gets injured until after the trade deadline? I'm, I promise you, that's what's going to happen. Everything that's gone right is going to continue to go right because we want it to be a little bit different. We want the outcome to be different. So I guarantee you, that's going to be the issue. No one's going to need to trade for Jimmy. It's still a compensatory pick. It's still that. <laughs> But, but now, if he's suiting up, what Moses saying, you got? Are you paying him the sixteen million? Now, like, the, so we don't know the exact thing of the incentive. No, no, no. Right? You're not paying him. You're not paying him this. He only gets paid those incentives, not if he's dressed. He gets paid those incentives for starting plays. games and this, winning games. Did, did it say that? I didn't yes. see that. Oh, I need yes. to see that. Yeah, so that's what I said. He has to start. Yeah, and that's then he I gets money upset. for winning. So the no, six point five. I just didn't see that. That's what I'm the asking. The six point five is the six point five. Mm-hmm. Plus he it's gets the five hundred thousand roster bonus. So it's, it's seven bonus. million. Seven million. If he starts games and if he wins games, that's what can balloon it up to sixteen million. So, so how many games does he have to win? Because it's saying it's like one million per what? Like so, like like what is it? Like you know, you're saying if he starts games, he gets it, and if he wins games, he gets more. Or does yes. he have to just win the games? No, if he starts games, he gets a, a portion. Okay, and then so if the 49ers he wins are in control games, of that. He, he, if he starts games, he gets a portion. Now, obviously, they are in control of that. Unless, Not of the winning, but the starting. Unless, unless, yeah, but unless Trey gets hurt. Right. Right, if Trey gets hurt. So that's their he, insurance plan. he starts, plan. right, that's their insurance plan. So if Trey gets hurt, he starts, he gets money for starting. And then based on how many wins he gets, or I think he gets money per win. He it can balloon up to sixteen million. I don't know the the fine details. I gotcha. just do know the baseline of he gets bonus money for starts and for wins. So that's why that contribution 
you know, while it, it sounds good, I don't think they did that just for Jimmy not to suit up. I think the plan is for him to suit up and be ready in the just event in that something happens to Trey. Because so, if you're gonna if you're gonna be here and we can't trade you and we're not gonna cut you to get nothing, we're gonna restructure you to give us more money, give us back the leverage, make you a little bit happy. But we're going to get something out of you. We're going to utilize you while you're here. See if you're here. I, I, I'm. I agree. And a part there's a small piece of me that does this doesn't want to agree with that. Because my my issue is this. Yes, the 49ers are spending money, but I don't think they. I, I think they'd rather spend six and a half million dollars opposed to twenty five and a half million dollars on a player like Jimmy Garoppolo. And here's why. God forbid, Jimmy does go out there. He's in my opinion. He's just more more apt to getting injured than Trey Lance. Like, I, he's older. He just gets injured. He just gets injured. So maybe the Niners don't want to put him out there. Maybe they just want him dressed in case of the emergency, like you said. But I don't think their plan is to have him out there. And I really don't even think Mose and PG and Mike that their plan is to have him on this roster past September 10th. Like, I, I think they're really trying to find a trade partner, and I think that they made it easier for a team to trade for Jimmy because Jimmy, as a backup, is six and a half mil. Mm -hmm. Cats, I would run to pay a backup quarterback that amount of money. Here's the the thing with that, though, too, which is kind of also perplexing as well. If a team traded for Jimmy, yeah, they would have to pick up whatever salary that he had with the 49ers. But they could also, during that trade, renegotiate his contract too it's not like they were it's not like whatever team was trading for jimmy was stuck with 25 million dollars that has nothing to do but so you're talking about the 25 and a half mil what no what i'm saying is his contract really wasn't a hiccup in the trade because any team could have reached out to his agent and say we want to we want to trade for jimmy garoppolo we don't want to trade at that number if he's willing to renegotiate with us he would have been willing to renegotiate with another team if they really wanted to trade for him I think I think the teams would have been responsible for the initial number and then the renegotiating happens. So I got to give you 25 mil. Boom. You're off my books. You get what I'm saying? Now give me the contract. Now, Jimmy, right. I paid. It's like getting a cat out of jail. All right. Now give me my money. Like so. So now let's go ahead and renegotiate this deal. Like you get what I'm saying? So you got to clear the books first and then renegotiated with the 49ers they own jimmy's rights so they didn't have to necessarily clear anything they could just go ahead and restructure retalk or whatever because nothing most was guaranteed but if you wanted jimmy garoppolo you would have had to give me that 25 mil you buy the contract the rights to the contract and now what you do with the it's like a like a record contract what you do with the rights is on you i think that's how it works mike go ahead yeah, so, all right, what would have happened if they traded for Jimmy prior to this new deal is they are they are taking on Jimmy and that 25 or 26 guarantee. Now, if you just make that trade straight up and they accept that trade, Jimmy doesn't have to renegotiate if you're coming in with a number lower than that. So it would have been in the That's best true. interest for the teams to try to renegotiate prior to trading him. And if that number was less than the 20. The twenty-five million, Jimmy was going to say no, and right. his agent were going to say no because why would, I play why would for we you? take less when it's already guaranteed? There it so is. now here we are at this deadline. All right, no one's going to take Jimmy coming off the bum shoulder in this surgery, not having him play in their 
you know, preseason and learn their playbook this whole time. No one was going to do that today no. for 25 or 26 mm-hmm. million. So what no. can we do to try to encourage teams to trade for them? All right, Jimmy, it's very clear to us here in the 49ers building and to you that you're not the starter. So we're going to make you a backup. But not only are we going to make you a backup, we're going to make you the highest paid backup. Not only are we going to make you the highest paid backup, we're going to throw in incentives where in the event that we do need you, you can make some decent starter money. Right. Okay? Some right. decent money. And, and then a cherry on top. No trade clause. No trade clause. Right. So right. they, right. they would if they did trade for him prior to, a lot of, so I understand what Moe's is saying, right? So when Deshaun Watson was traded, for example, it was traded with a new contract. That mm-hmm. was, It was a trade and then a new con- it was traded with a new contract so all right we agreed to the terms but my agent's not going to sign this trade until we figure out what the deal is going to be and he might be getting suspended so we don't want a high base salary because that's where the fines come out so exactly. we have to renegotiate exactly. this give us a one million dollar yeah. base salary so if we do miss games it's coming out of that one million dollars and we can still say he's going to get paid his money in the future right. so but Mike, jimmy let me let me, Mike, let, me, let, me let me toss this to you isn't it Jimmy's agent's job? Isn't it the agent's job to forecast this type of situation? Mm-hmm. I, I I believe it's the agent's job to forecast based on everything that we're hearing around the league, league circles. I was just about to touch on about that. You as a quarterback. Yep. In addition to you having the soldier shoulder surgery mm-hmm. right before the draft, where you got a a three week to six month time frame in recovery. Yep. The market for you is probably going to be pretty bare. And then after you see the draft happen, where all the quarterbacks go, after Mm -hmm. you see free agency where Carson Wentz goes to a new team and Baker Mayfield finds a new team and Matt Ryan finds a new team and Marcus Mm -hmm. Mariota finds a new team and Russell Wilson gets traded, you see all of this quarterback movement. Isn't it the agent's job to forecast this and to say, look, while we if if we did do a sign and trade, we probably would say no because this $25 million is guaranteed. Knowing the landscape of the NFL, you're not getting this $25 million guaranteed. Right. No way. That's- so the, the best thing for us to do is to find a trade partner, renegotiate your contract to a lower number to make it palatable for them, see whatever compensation the 49ers are willing to accept and make that deal happen so that you can move on. And right now he will probably be with a new team, with a new playbook, having been through all of training camp and all of OTAs and all of the preseason getting ready for week one, as opposed to now one being a backup and two, your future is in question because you don't know when you're going to play again as a starter. Exactly. But that's on his agent. Right. Right. That's why, that's what Moses is saying. Yeah. I'm just saying like that's, that's that's on on his agent. If Jimmy don't like it, he should fire Don Yee. (laughs) That, 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 that's on Mm -hmm. the agent, right? Cause he didn't set him up, but I, I feel like I feel like teams' offers were too low because they don't they did. I felt like the teams don't know what Jimmy is going to be because of this shirt that surgery. You talk about okay. a quarterback and, and a this shoulder. is this is when I go back to the team flubbing this up. Because what if there was a team that Jimmy was willing to go to, but mm-hmm. the 49ers said no because they didn't like the compensation? What if Don Yee and Jimmy were willing to renegotiate the contract? For him to go to another team, and yep. the 49ers were like, eh, we don't want a second. I mean, we don't want a third, we don't want a fourth, we don't want a, a third yeah, and a fifth. That, we don't want that a fourth we don't and know. a fifth. 
Right. right. That we don't know. Right. We have no idea. So, Mo, so Moses spot on, <clears throat> right? It is it is his agent's job to get that new contract, right? But you got to look at a couple of different things. I'm going to ask y'all as if you're the GM of any of these teams. I don't care if you're the team with the most salary cap in the NFL, right? Would you have traded for Jimmy knowing that his guarantee is $25, $26 million coming off that surgery and you haven't seen him yet? No. The answer is unanimously no. Hell no. Right? And if you're the 49ers, are you moving on from Jimmy Garoppolo for just a six-round pick? If anybody's willing, if anybody's willing to trade for Jimmy with that cap number, that tells all of us they expect him to be the starter. You right. can't find a starter anywhere in the NFL for just a six-round pick. So that didn't make sense for them. A deal with the trade with Jimmy and that current contract had to make sense for all three parties involved, not just the two teams, not just the Niners and Jimmy, not just the new team and Jimmy. All three parties had to agree on this thing, and it wasn't happening. They were trying. I promise you they were trying. John Lynch said before the surgery we were trying. Kyle came out and said after the surgery everything dried up. It didn't make sense for all three parties involved. So now what the Niners do is say, all right, you have a new position, backup, highest paid backup. Highest incentives for any backup in the history of the NFL. No backup in the in the history of the NFL has had these kind of incentives. Now you got a base when we trade you, and everybody can be happy if you get traded because you and your team have to make sense for all three. Now have say in where you end up going and what that contract and is going to be. So um, what what I so um, to to piggyback off what you guys were saying, it's awesome because. Um, Jeremy Fowler had said that there was a major swing in momentum because apparently the 49ers have been working on this all last week to try to get this done. So they were aware that these teams were not going to be interested in him unless he was released, that they were not going to be able to get him traded at that money, which is what everyone has said. But they also, um, he also goes on to say that, uh, that he has talked to a few NFL execs about their take on him staying there. And he said that it gives the Niners a really good number two. It's an insurance policy for Trey Lance. The market interest was predicated only on him being released. And he wasn't considered a must have quarterback for teams. So there was no team that was going to pay him at that. So, that is when they all came together and realized, look, if this is going to happen, then we're going to have to do this. So they basically like did favors for each other is what they're trying to say, that Jimmy was flexible in providing the 49ers with money so they can, you know, do what they need to do in order to ho hopefully cross fingers, show, show up that O-line. Hopefully that's what they'll do with that. But um, that's kind of they kind of worked hand in hand. It's like, um, if you do this for me, then I'll do this for you. Because despite what anyone thinks, there was no one out there that was going to pay him that 25-something. Coming off of a surgery, it just wasn't going to happen. It just absolutely was not going to happen. Um, we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers or Pat Mahomes or, you know, anybody like that. So it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, if he had been one of those names, Jimmy would have been on a different team. But unfortunately, he doesn't. He would have, have, he would have been if he on would have been a one different of them names, team. He would still be our way star. back in the right, day. right. Well, yeah. We wouldn't even have we wouldn't even I'm have like, the well, trade situation. Remember, Green Bay was toying, toying on trading Aaron right. Rodgers, blah blah blah. Yeah. I'm just saying, if Jimmy didn't want to be here and the situation kind of started to get sour mm -hmm. so after after that injury, he would have been on another team. 
Right. Or they just would have, the 49ers would have been like, bump it. Like, you know, we just going to keep you. But you're right. Um, but unfortunately, he just he's just not of the upper echelon. Of exactly. What we're going to do next, uh, in about two minutes, we're going to start the 53-man roster breakdown. Before mm-hmm. we do that, um, I would love to go through these contributions. All right. And let's get through them. <clears throat> we had one on the screen. Uh, long time first contributor, as it as uh, Chanel Chanel, I think that's what you said, Chanel. Long time listener, first time contributor. Um, I heard about the nitty gritty while being on another but niner show. Good to see y'all collaborating. Thank you, man. Appreciate you, family. Thank you very much. Foghorn to you, 49er Jeff says, Thank you for the contribution. If Trey struggles, do they pull him and start Jimmy G? This is the question, so let's go through it real quick. Mike says, No, Mo says. No. No, Peachy? No, they absolutely cannot do that. They 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 can do it, but they won't do it. Like Okay, you, you, well they won't do it then. Yeah, like but they, they, won't they, do they it. can, but I, I don't think that they will. Um the, uh this is Trey's team. That it's been made clear. You heard Kyle Shanahan say it in front of national television and on the pressers. John Lynch has said it. Like they've made it clear that this is Trey's team going forward and they made it clear to Jimmy that this was Trey team going forward. So even if he struggles, you let Trey get out there and get his bumps and bruises, man. And, 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 and they continue to, to rock on this one. I wanted to get to shout out to Alex. Alex says, I get it. It's a business. We get a third, but why fear him going to a rebuilding team like Seattle? Thank and you, <laughs> um, ain't, ain't we a top two defense? We, we sure is. <laughs> how do we how do we know he will cooperate uh with the team this time with the trade negotiations good questions from alex let's go I ahead and address it. this let's break this down um who wants to take this first i know mike is ready to jump on it if y'all want mike to do it yeah, i know you go ahead mike all right so i, I move i move my microphone because i saw the echoing when i come off of mute so hopefully that helps but if I'm too far away now, y'all let me know. No, we hear you. Uh, clear. Check, check, check. Okay. We can hear you. Listen, this has been going around on 49ers Twitter since this happened. Since this move happened, they only did this because they're afraid of Seattle. Why would the 49ers be afraid of Seattle? More importantly, why would they be afraid of Jimmy Garoppolo? If there is one head coach, one defense in the entire NFL that knows how to fluster Jimmy Garoppolo is the team that picked him off five consecutive times in practice. Not a real game. They're not even allowed to hit him. And he Fred was Warner, Fred Warner, Fred Warner, yeah. Fred Warner, Fred Warner. Come on now. Come on now. It, it, she's at, she, Alex is absolutely right. Why would we fear him? We don't. We mm-hmm. don't. This is not about fear of him going to a certain team. This is about us getting compensation for him. Not about fear at all. I'm done. So... This is this is chess. So we're gonna you're gonna hear that from us as long as Kyle Shanahan is the head coach. This is chess. Um, it's not about fear. It's it's politics as usual, right? It's business, like you said. Alex started it off. So my take is this: they don't fear him going to Seattle, but they weren't willing to let him go to Seattle for free, right? So so Alex and everybody else that's listening. If I cut Jimmy, Jimmy would have been the starting quarterback for the Seattle, uh, I'm about to say supersonic, Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> Hands down, Pete Carroll, Chor- go get me Jimmy. Go get me Jimmy. Like, easily would have signed Jimmy, probably paid him 
close to 15 million for one year mm-hmm. with incentive to make that 16 million mark easily. Why? Right. Because Jimmy and Seattle, I'm not saying they would have been great, but they would have been contending in the NFC West with Jimmy Garoppolo as the Seattle Seahawks quarterback. And he's just a better quarterback than what they have. We all know that Jimmy can win. And that's that's what it was. Now, I don't think they would have beat the 49ers, but I'm just saying. So I don't think that they feared him either, like Mike said. I think this was just a business move. I'm not going to let you have him for free. Now, if you want him, you can have him. You got to give me something. And that's what it comes back down to. What you willing to give up? And so the 49ers got ahead of this because they knew the moment. People keep saying, Jimmy Garoppolo, why didn't they just cut him and let him do this and do his thing? Because the moment they cut Jimmy, he has control. 49ers are left with nothing, and that's what it comes down to. They want something in return at the end of the day, and we're going to hopefully walk on from this Jimmy Garoppolo situation. we got a couple more contributions we want to get to. Uh, Peachy, this is for you. You go ahead and read this one. Peachy, I hear you, but Trey is mentally strong. Live in the moment, not in the future. In God, Trey trusts. This is chess, not checkers. It's a good deal. It's a good deal. Um, Yeah. This does not mean that Trey won't get flustered, everybody. This does not mean that Trey won't hang his head low at some points, knowing that you have this, this, uh, what did Steve Young call it? Uh, The monkey on his back. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You're trying to move forward. This does not mean that that won't happen. I just believe that Trey can overcome his adversity. I think we all believe that. Definitely. Final question on this. What if he plays out this whole season, doesn't get traded, at the end of this season, 2023, he can walk away clean, becomes a free agent. Mm-hmm. I think the only thing we get is a compensatory pick, like Mike was talking about. Mm-hmm. Is that enough? That's a win. For the 49ers? Picks? It's a, it's a win. Three to five, that's a win. It's, but we don't, again, we only get a compensatory pick if we don't sign free Another agents that calculate to what that we to the lose. Correct. Right. So if there are players out there that become free agents that we want to bring in based on who we lose. So you bring in another backup, right? Because Nate Sudfield is done after no, this. No, I'm, I'm not even talking about the quarterback. I'm talking about any position. Gotcha. Depending on the value of what that player is. I Wait, I I think it's position to position. I think. I, mean, I No, you know what? You might be right, Mose. You, you, might, you might be it's right. The, it it's the value of all of your unrestricted free agents that you UFAs. lose. That's what it is. Yeah. It's UDFAs. It's all of them that you lose. Whatever that value is, if you don't recoup that by signing UDFAs, then you get compensatory picks. So if we sign somebody, based on if we lose Jimmy and a few other players, whoever's unrestricted free agents that we don't bring back, but we sign players and that value of the players that we sign is more than what we lose, then we don't get a compensatory pick. So in that scenario, and this is just scenario-based, in that scenario where we don't get a compensatory pick because the value of the free agents that we sign is more than what we lose, is it enough that Jimmy just was on this roster for this year as insurance? Because at the end of the day, then again, we don't get anything from him. He gets to walk. The only thing we got from him is that was insurance. he was on our team as insurance for a year. Go ahead, Mike. Raise your hand if you prefer Jimmy Garoppolo starting in the game over Nate Sudfeld or Brock Purdy. So insurance is enough for me. So that answers the question. That that's enough then. Insurance is enough. Okay. All right. Let's keep these. And that did, that didn't include 
that didn't include the 19 million of cap space. We come on. Yes, yes, it's worth it. It's a win. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, listen, I tried to come in here with a different mindset than just being completely mad the whole show. For sure. There, there was some emotions about him still being here after everything we're going to talk about and went through. But we, uh, again, I wanted to be coming here and, and see where the positives lie. And if there is light at the end of the tunnel of this whole situation, and if it's enough to have the additional cap space, him as the insurance policy in the event that trades goes down and we don't get a compensatory pick because whoever we might sign in the, in the off season, is that enough? Will that be enough? Now for some fans, they might still say, fuck out of here. Get them going. It, it's not an, it is, it's not enough, but it should be. That's a great question. It, it was a great question. Um, but I think for us, like the logical ones, I would say it's enough um, because you got insurance. And, and what do you pay for good insurance? Hey, you you want the the five hundred dollars deductible, the thousand dollars? Like, you know how it worked. You pay pay more money for premium insurance, right? They just paid for a premium insurance, so they got insurance. They Suffield. Then they got premium insurance. Jimmy Garoppolo. So what were you saying Nate Sudfeld is Geico and Jimmy is Allstate? Is Geico really that bad? Because I got Geico, bro. Like it's, it's bad. <laughs> my insurance is that bad? He say you know he says he got Geico too. I, I, I'm cool with Geico. Um, All right, I what's the other one? What's the one that Shaq is State on? The Farms, generals. The, gen- the general. No, the, the general right, is, a, is a hub. The general is a hub. It's gonna find you the cheaper insurance. You start finding insurance companies that's oh, there's people bedrooms if you go to the general, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Gavin Brown says we own the Jets. Their fans and former scouts are in here, not the other way around. Losing organizations' opinions are irrelevant. Jimmy over Flacco. I'd agree with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, I can dig it. James Lee. Oh, we got a Kaepernick sighting. James Lee, thank you for the contribution. Says, what about Kaepernick? Uh, is there any excuse me sightings? He uh, is too busy being a new dad. He's a dad, man. Say, Congratulations. We got a baby, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to Colin Kaepernick. And and that's, they have a, 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 I don't, would they have a boy or girl? I can't remember. But they have a beautiful new bundle of joy. All right. So congratulations to them. Uh, and Jack Wyo says, Trey wants to smoke from competing with Jimmy G. I like this. Mike, you clapping your hands. We touch on it. This is something I've been thinking about, but I didn't know if I wanted to share this. So since we're here, let me just say it real quick. I know we want to get to the 53, right? What better to push a player than knowing there is somebody else that might be able to take your spot? Because he can go out there and lose four games in a row with Brock Purdy or Nate Sudfeld as the backups. There's no sweat coming off your back. We know Trey Lance is a workhorse, right? He is a studier. He is someone who is, is prideful in his game, right? And if you know now, just in the far deepest deepest depths in the back of your mind that maybe, just maybe, they want to play Jimmy over me, it's going to push him just that much more. Even if it's just a little bit more. If it's going to encourage him, if it's going to force him to motivate him, whatever it is, just a, just a hair more, it's better than what we were before. There, there, there's no way to lose. And Trey wants all the smoke. I can tell you right now, Trey wants all the smoke. Bring it. He's not sh- If you're a competitor... This is the kind of stuff that gets you revved up. This is the kind of stuff. Let me ask y'all a question. If you walked into a basketball gym and Kobe Bryant is there, LeBron is there, KD is there, 
right? Most of us going to be like, ah, I don't really want to play against them. But let me just see how I do in a 1v1 real quick, just first to make a shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let me just see if I get a chance. To, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's something in that competitive spirit and that nature that says, let me just see how I can do. Now, imagine that on a team that you were drafted to replace this guy. This guy is, for some reason, sticking around. Now I got to show everybody why they chose me over him. He was already here, and they picked me. Now let me show you why, while he's still here. It's different if he's just cut, right? And then we move on. It's like, oh, okay, we can have this back and forth. They should have stuck with Jimmy. Still stuck with Jimmy. The longer Trey Lance is in every single game, it's going to give him more and more confidence. Hey, this is why they chose me. And I'm a competitor to the – I play tic-tac-toe like my, my life is on the line. Imagine me being on the field with pads and I got to go out here and win games. For the 49ers, too, by the way, this isn't just some rinky-dink team. This ain't the Saints with one Super Bowl. This ain't the Eagles with one Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. This is the San Francisco 49ers. History, baby. This is a team that breeds top-tier quarterbacks. You understand what I'm saying? Two Hall of Fame quarterbacks on this roster. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, this is where you want to be if you want to prove who you are. And Trey Lance didn't shy away from none of that. Facts. And, you know, just like Kyle's already said before, you know, um, what he said earlier, um, what he said when he was on with Tim Kalkami, Cal- um, it's not all going to be on Trey anyway. It's going to be the team, just like it wasn't all on Jimmy Garoppolo, albeit that some people think it was, and it was not. The, the team carried us to where we went to with those NFC Championship games and the Super Bowl appearance and the team can also carry us to where we need to go this year as well to do what we're going to accomplish this year as well. Yeah, you're right. And uh, I, you know what? Uh, Trent Williams said it was all on Debo Samuel. He said he put the team on his back <laughs> like a backpack. Yeah, that's right. That, that was fantastic. I love uh, that. And speaking of that, congratulations to Trent Williams, the highest ranked Offensive lineman on the NFL tops 100 history at 14. I was arguing with my brother earlier today, bro, because ah man, this ain't even part of the show. But can we talk about it for about, uh, about a couple of minutes? So Trent was 14. So I felt like Trent should have been at least in the top 10. Does, is, that, is that a homer? Am I am I homing it? I like Mike. Mike gave me the I could see the eyebrow above the sunglasses, Mike. <laughs> so don't think he was gonna be able to hide that. Clarence Molina, thank you for the contribution. You're 100 percent correct. Bottom line, more cap space, the possibility signing O line. This is the whole thing that's going down because hey, if if and oh, only if. Uh, listen, listen, I most I believe that the Patriots will release Isaiah Wynn. I just because that's what they do. They can't find a deal. They can't find a trade partner. They don't pay players. They let them go. Cap casualty. Guess what? You don't need to clear waivers to sign a player. You just come up with the most money. 49ers might have an option right there. I'm just putting it out there. Niners Escalade Empire chapter. Thank you so much for the super sticker. Now, Mike, you look like something different when I asked you, should he been in the top 10? Do you think Trent Williams, PG has something to say? Do you think Trent Williams should have been in the top 10? I know it's tough. I mean, it's let me pull out this list. that easy. Okay, because let's pull out the list. You got to look at the name. Oh, I got it right here. You got to look at the name okay. Rovram. All right, so the All names right. before him, after him, Josh Allen. Who Who's more important to the success of their team, Josh Allen or Trent Williams? 
it's it's Josh Trent Allen, Williams. right? Come on, we we got to take the bias out without 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 Trent with Jimmy. Yes, can you imagine? Yeah, that how, it, that that, but that's why. That, that, bro, if you added a stipulation me, with right? Jimmy, right. with Jimmy, yes, Trent Williams is more important to his team. So last year we had Jimmy. Can you imagine if Josh Allen had Trent Williams? That would have been oh my oh my too. god. But Mike, you, you you're making a point, so keep going, bro. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, Josh Allen means more to his team than Trent Williams, right? I, I, figured, I figured deal where you coming from, but I feel like all right, so here, here, here yeah, jo- Trent Williams, because Derrick Henry missed <laughs> Wayne. a lot of time. He missed mad games, yeah, bro. Yeah, like he should have been about yeah. Trent Williams missed time and then came back and played like ass in the postseason, y'all. Derrick Henry shows up when he's on the field every time. Trent Will, you you can't find a game where where Derrick Henry's on the field and he's a liability to their team. Unfortunately, you had two games this year where you could say that about Trent trying to play through injury so much so that Trent came out and said, "You know what? I should have let Colton go ahead and keep playing." Like he his words. This is this is in my opinion. Derrick Henry is a monster in the postseason. Derrick Henry's a monster when the game's on the line, right? There's only so much an offensive lineman can do. They gave him the highest-rated offensive lineman. Why, why, like, I'm just saying, now, there is a name on this list that y'all might be like, all right, yeah, and I, I might agree with y'all. But you got Josh Allen, Derrick Henry, you got Miles Garrett. He should have been higher than Miles Garrett, in my opinion. All right, because I think in a one-on-one, Trent Williams shuts down Miles Garrett. Absolutely. I'll agree with you there. Yes. And, I, and, and... Miles was way too high. When you go to Miles the other amazing. list... I think you could have put Trent at 10, Kelsey at 11, cheer me out. And then you could have put Josh Allen at 12. You know, I I think that's how it should have went. Garrett should have been 14. No? You can you can kind no? of um, interchange them. Um, there was literally like I was looking at Twitter and like even people around the league while you're talking about 49er bias was actually saying the same thing that they felt like that Trent was going to be higher. A lot of people had Trent. I, I was holding up my hand because I actually had him top five because a lot of people thought that he was actually going to be top five and even on NFL Network they were redoing some and they put him higher. They. They felt like that he deserved to to be higher than where he was because, like I had put on Twitter a couple of days ago, there's not 31 teams that would would pass the opportunity to have Trent Williams on their O line. Like none of them would. And okay. if you go around the league and you like like see all the fans' reactions to that, they were shocked because he he came in at 14. Yes, I agree. But if you're going to play the trade, who who would you rather have? Would you rather have Trent Williams or Josh Allen? You want Josh Allen. Would you rather have Trent Williams or Patrick Mahomes? You want Patrick Mahomes. Would you rather have Trent Williams or Travis Kelsey? Personally, I think Josh Allen Travis should have been higher too, Mike. I'm going to keep it a uh, buck. I don't yeah. know. I'd take Trent Williams over Travis Kelsey. Over Travis Kelsey? Yes, sir. Left tackle protecting my quarterback's blind side? I'll take that over track. Because if I don't have a left tackle that can protect my quarterback's blind side and can block somebody coming off the edge, I can't e- I can't even expect my quarterback to get it to Kelsey. You can get you can this there's, there's there's 32 31 other left tackles. There's plenty of protection for a quarterback. It might not be to Trent Williams level. Right. But there's Which still 31 point. other I don't personally 
Right. That, but see, I'll I'll take Trent Williams and give me another tight end. Give me Trent Williams and I'll I'll take Kyle Pitts. How can you say that as a 49ers fan? How, but how can you say that as a 49ers fan? Right? We've been dying for another ta- uh, tight end to come in here and just give us anything. And that's with George Kittle on the roster. We've been dying for another tight end to come in and give us something. I don't get what your point is, Mike. Right, but but we're 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 we want another tight end that is more consistent as a number two, because Dwelly and Warner haven't been consistent number twos. We right. already got a kid. I don't get your point. We Mike. just need a consistent number two. So if we're just talking about who's my number one tight end, and my option is take Travis Kelsey and get another left tackle, or take Trent Williams and get another tight end. I'm taking Trent Williams and I'm getting another tight end. Give me Kyle Pitts. Give me Darren Waller. Gee, give me give George me Kittle. Fence, give me George Kittle. <laughs> give me Mark Andrews. Give me TJ Hawkinson. Give me Pat Fryermuth. I'll take a, a, I'll a take Cole dominant, Komet. the best left tackle, <laughs> and give me another tight end. I, I'll back off of that one. I, I y- y'all got me. Y'all, y'all convinced me. Y'all convinced me. Jalen Ramsey. Now, Ramsey should I'm, be in the top. Give me I'm a defensive guy and I listen, love corners. So I have no problem. Jalen Trent Williams and Jalen Ramsey. Give me Jalen Ramsey all day, every day. There's only one Devon, person Devontae I would Adams. move out of that top 10. There's only Devon. one person. You don't even got to go through the whole list. The only person that was remo- is movable, in my opinion, is Kelsey. And I think, I think personally, that Trent Williams should have been higher. That's crazy because I feel like Allen should have been hired too. So I, maybe- listen, I think TJ Watt should have been hired in six. That and that's just me personally, also. All right, I tell you what, we'll we'll talk about that on another show. We'll talk about that on the Wayne Brady show tomorrow. We'll we'll go through the list. But uh, congratulations to the seven forty ers that made the top one hundred. How about that? Round of applause to the seven players. And we had we had the second most, right? Uh, I don't know who had the most. That's a good question. I I, I, was, I, I think I read somewhere up. that it was the second most. I think there was a team that had eight. So who had eight? Does anyone I'm know? not sure. I just read something where it said that we had the second most players on there. All I'm right. not sure who had the most. Most. this question is addressed to you. You go ahead and answer that. You can answer it on air, off air, however you see fit. Let's go ahead and get to this 53-man roster breakdown. All right. Because uh, what we're going to do is we're going to try to collectively – all right, we're going to try to collectively come up with uh, a 53-man roster breakdown list. Uh, and so we're going to pick our quarterbacks and all that good stuff. Um, oh, where did the, uh, where the, where the, the comment go? Oh, While y'all looking for the comments, it's, it's, just to be the Niners the did have – the Niners had the most with seven. Okay. They had the most. Nice. Here it is. Oh, okay. Because I thought somebody had eight. I thought it was the Chargers. Because um, Callie's saying that it was the Chargers with eight. So that's why I thought I had read where it wasn't. But did that's they, cool. Who did they that's have? Good. That's good. I'm Herbert. Glad. Everybody's saying that the Chargers had Keenan. eight. Are they counting J.C. Jackson? Because he technically wasn't a Charger last year. That's right. He was a he was a Patriot. But he's a Charger now. Remember, it goes to the team that you're on. In 2022. So, so yes, they are counting J.C. Jackson as a Charger. Yes. That's why everybody's saying the Charger had eight. That's why, because of Jackson. Yep. Okay. That's why. And you, and you know what, P.T., you're right. Because what I read was who has the most players mm-hmm. in the top 100, not who had. So, right. you're absolutely right. Yeah. You're right. My apologies. That's fine. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. 
please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube, YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy.